710 AM and 105.7 FM, The Word, welcome you to Pastor to Pastor with our host, Pastor Lance Hahn of Bridgeway Christian Church, as he talks heart-to-heart with pastors and ministry leaders. Learn what God is doing in our churches and communities, testimonies, areas of challenge, opportunity, transformation, and the exciting hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Now, here's Pastor Lance with today's guest. Welcome, my friend, to the program. I got to tell you that the gentleman that I am about to talk to is somebody that I have mad respect for. And there's a reason why. Not only is it what he does, it is the consistency and the faithfulness and the fact that he is interested in transformation and he's interested in loving people right where they're at. I'm actually talking to pastor and executive director Tim Lane of the Sacramento Union Gospel mission. Pastor Tim, welcome to the program. Well, thank you very much for you, having me on. You didn't know I was going to say nice things about you. No, I, I really was hoping that you didn't, <laughs> uh, you know, go the other way, but... <laughs> right, you never know. Yeah. It could go either way. Um, I got to tell you, uh, listeners, that, that as you're listening to this program, uh, it, it is such a big deal for me to be able to talk to Pastor Tim because of the power of Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. They've been down in downtown Sacramento now for 60 years. This is the 60th year anniversary, and uh, clearly Pastor Tim did not start <laughs> did not start it right. That would, have, that would make you a lot older than you are there, Tim. Um, but if you want to know more information right out of the get-go that you're going to be listening to uh, our conversation, let's say you're at home and you have access to a computer— you can look up UGM, that's Union Gospel Mission SAC for Sacramento, UGMSAC.com. That allows you to kind of scroll through and see all the different things they do. You'll find out really the mission is providing not just tangible needs, right? That's clothing and food and shelter, right? But spiritual dynamics to it, rehabilitation, caring and loving and community. So what we really want to get into, and and maybe you already know Pastor Tim, he's been doing a program here on KFIA called Voices from the Street. That's at Sunday at 2 and Monday at 3. That's on 710 AM, right? That Maybe that's exactly where you're just listening to this program. You could always tune in and listen to him getting testimonies from some of the guys, different people working there and talking with law enforcement, stuff like that. But we are excited. 60-year anniversary of Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. So now, having said all of that, Tim, now it's your turn, right? Here we go. Uh, You told this a million times, but our listeners might be brand new to this. How in the world did God drag you into this? Oh, God was so gracious. Praise Uh, the Lord. Dragging me in is more—I don't know that that was exactly the case. It was he graced me so much for someone who had such little ability. Uh, Years ago, 18 years almost, uh, I was pastoring a church. I was bivocational. I had been volunteering at the mission for many, many years, uh, coming down, bringing a church, delivering a message— And they called me and they said their executive director was leaving. Would I be interested in coming down and interviewing with them? And I said, okay, well, let me pray about it. And I did. I went down and I got to tell you that uh, at the end of the first interview with the board, it was a bigger board than I told them, listen, professor at Liberty University said, you want to know if you're called somewhere, 
make sure that they have a perfect piece about you coming and you have a perfect piece about mm. going. And so I, t- I stood up at the end of it and I said, so guys, a pastor needs to lecture somebody every day. You're all I have right now. So Amen. here it comes. Uh, I will pray about it and you pray about it. If you have any doubt that I'm the man to come there, then let's assume God is not in this thing. Mm. And I'll love you guys. I'll still come down and preach, but I'm not going to be the director unless God, as you said, drags me there. Amen. And I was I was so grateful for the drag about, about two weeks later, they called and said, hey, we'd like you to, to be the new director. And I said, hey, did you guys discuss me? Was there others that you had? Was, anybody, uh, was there anybody that had any doubts? And they said... You know, it was amazing. It was unanimous. Well, that's when you know it's a Holy Spirit. We Amen. can't get unanimous on anything. No. Man, if we're going to talk about what we're having for lunch, that's not going to work out. No. <laughs> no. I'm already ready to argue about it. Um, now, before 18 years, what church did you transfer out of? Well, I was I was the pastor at uh, Riosa Road Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and uh, I came a little later into, li- into the life of that part of the ministry— uh, I had for many, many years owned and been uh, a, a commercial air conditioning guy. Really? I did. And What when, company? Uh, well, it was TH Air Conditioning, and the hmm. T stood for Tim. You know, I mean, we weren't real creative. Yeah, that was very specific. Yeah. Uh, I had every JCPenney in the Valley. Oh, They wow. were my biggest account, and I, I, I did it for years and years and years, and the pastor at the church that I went to in Auburn, Bell Road, came to me and said, uh, we believe you have a gift. I was preaching there at nights and, and things and studying. And they said, if you believe that, we believe it, and we would like to license you to the ministry. And then uh, somewhat later on, I was ordained by the Southern Baptist denomination. And uh, And by the way, the mission is not Southern Baptist. We have many different denominations there, but I happen to be a Southern Baptist, and that's why I could identify with you saying we argue about everything. Oh, amen. <laughs> amen. And I don't know if you knew this, but there is a very common road to the pastor through HVAC. I don't, I don't know. If you, I don't know. That's kind of how everybody does it, uh, mm-hmm. right? It's air conditioning and then Jesus. Praise uh, the yes. Lord. Fantastic. Um, now, I want to talk a little bit and and how much you're aware or know about the founding days of the Union Gospel Mission. Now, we're going back 60 years. You're going to have to go by what you read, what you've been told, right? Um, So can you share a little bit about how it kind of got started here in Sacramento? I absolutely can. There was about four or five businessmen in Sacramento who were all believers. I don't know that they all went to the same church, but they decided that there needed to be an outlet for the gospel, and they needed to feed some of the people who were out on the streets. So they started the old traditional soup kitchen. Yep, that's right. On 2nd Street in Old Sacramento. And I don't know if you knew this, but Old Sacramento was, when I was a kid, Old Sacramento was a horrible place. It wasn't Old Sacramento. It was the slums. Yeah. All the drug dealing, the prostitution, everything, nobody went down there at night. And so then they revitalized that area. But we had a storefront. We handed out soup. Well, we didn't. I wasn't there, but they did. And uh, then I believe in about 1978, maybe they moved to the Bandon Street location that we're in now. 
But these men only wanted to share the gospel message and get people fed. And today, uh, many years later, and a whole lot of transitions later, uh, we do far more than just give them soup. And uh, you you know, you... <laughs> You've seen it. You know what I mean. Oh, the power of transformation. I just had to do the math on my calculator because I don't do math in my head here, Pastor Tim. Uh, So that means it was started in 1962. Correct. All right. So anyway, you were working through all this in your head, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even have any idea what we're talking about right now. 1962, down on 2nd Street Soup Kitchen, and then it, it keeps transforming and transforming and transforming. Okay, now... Give us kind of a gist, if you just joined us. I'm talking with uh, Pastor Tim Lane, who was also the executive director of Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Uh, and we're talking a little bit about the mission uh, specifically. Give us kind of an overview how it works. You can't do everything, right? Nope. So somebody comes in and they're like, well, I have all the needs of a human being. And you're like, well, <laughs> okay, there's some there's some core pieces that sure. we can bring to you. But how in general does it work on a day-by-day basis? Things like intake, somebody says, I'm in desperate need. Yep. Uh, who are... Uh, who are the best candidates to be able to be blessed by this ministry? Give us a couple ideas on that. Well, the best candidates that I could possibly hope for are the lost who have reached the very bottom of yes. where they can turn. And how that works is every day of the week, we have a church come in and deliver a message in the evening times. In that time, we allow them to, you know, we take them from there, we feed them, we've already clothed them. When they come and they're going to get a bed, we have 60 beds upstairs for the folks from the street. And when they come, they we have a few requirements. You have to come. You have to listen to the church service. You don't have to pay attention, but you have to be there. Then we will feed you a great hot meal. And then you need to, we have the guys take showers and we give them clean pajamas, clean uh, bedding upstairs. And they can have that bed for seven nights. And then we ask them to be off for three, giving other people the opportunity. But in that church service, they also hear about our rehabilitation program. So a man decides that he wants really to recover or sometimes they don't have anything to recover to. They just want transformation. Amen. And they may not know what that looks like. Nope. But they come in and they know we have this program and they sign up. And unless they are on uh, some drug that is so heavy that if they don't take it, they're axe murderers. Right, exactly. Which I have to consider the 24 men on our program in their safety as well. That's correct. But having said that, there are some of the people who are undergoing uh, some form of mental illness that we can still deal with because the reach of Jesus Christ penetrates through the darkness, right? And so if they come on the program, we have room for 24 men. And what they do is they live with us for nine months. They go to class twice a day. We teach them about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we also have neuthetically trained counselors. These, or a, a common word for that would be biblically trained counselors. Amen. So there are organizations like ACBC that certify men to do what the pastors used to do, and somehow we abrogated that responsibility, and that's to take the Bible, which we know has has all our needs in it, but then it also takes people who are trained to counsel people. That's correct. And so then 
Uh, they will go through this process. We we have hired several new uh, chaplains. Uh, matter of fact, I've always said the greatest thing that I can do as a leader is hire people smarter than me. Amen. <laughs> and I've, I've done that part pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, one of the things that you just said that, once again, I mean, if you get two pastors talking, we're going to, yeah. we kind of go off, right? Like right. We, we start thinking of other things and, oh, this is a message. Okay. But there was something that you just said that's really, really amazing. And that was this. You said a lot of men, they come in and they don't have anything to rehab back to. They don't actually have a vision of what no. true freedom looks like or what healing looks like or what a spirit alive looks like. And then what was interesting is my next thought was, yeah, but UGM does. They have a vision because they've seen it happen over and over and over. So when when a man would walk in and say, I don't know what I can become, the Union Gospel Mission leaders can be able to say, well, I don't know exactly the unique beauty that God's going to put in you, right. but I do know in general where the Lord takes us from damage to wholeness. That's so right. I actually have a vision for you. And that led me to believe there are some of us. Now, if you're listening to this, uh, I, I believe that in these conversations, there's a little divine, you know, appointments and moments. Sure. And, and if you're listening to this, you may not have a vision of what you would look like whole. You may not have a vision of what you would look like as a good mom or a good dad. You don't have the vision of what it would look sure. like to be a good spouse. But here's what's so beautiful. You come to the feet of Jesus and he says, my child, I got a vision for you. That's right. And I can see it as clear as day. Would you walk with me? Let me show you. And this is what I think is so wild about the Union Gospel Mission is it's a bit more of life on life, holistic. Can I walk you somewhere where I think you'll be more peaceful? Can Mm -hmm. I walk you somewhere where you're going to be stronger and alive? Can I walk with you? You know what I mean? I do. that, That beautiful element of uh, so I told uh, I was talking with um, a fifty-five plus ministry the other day, and I and I tell our church this all the time. They probably get sick of this. I said there are two power streams in the church. <laughs> One is young single adults, yeah, because of their flexibility, sure, and I, and their energy. And I said, and retired folks, mm-hmm. they're the power streams. Those are the two. And I said, now the 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 main power stream of retirement is that you get to use the two most powerful transformative pieces that Jesus has given us, and that's proximity and time. Mm-hmm. If you can be with someone and give them attention, yep. something crazy good is going to happen. Yes, absolutely. And the Union Gospel Mission allows opportunities for leaders to have proximity, which is because Christianity is built on an apprentice concept. It's walking together. Discipleship. Discipleship. And it's not academic per se, although there's pieces of learning. Of course. But it's life on life. So Union Gospel Mission allows proximity and there's time cut out. Give me nine months have an inpatient program, and I want to tell you some amazing things about Jesus Christ. And so if you're just listening, I'm talking with Pastor and Executive Director Tim Lane of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If you want to get involved, if you want to know more about it, it's UGMSAC.com. That's UGMSAC.com. Once again, you may say, you know what, I would love to uh, be somebody that comes in and maybe just helps out and how can I serve and, and how do I support them? Maybe I have some funds I would love to give to them. I would like this to be a, a blessed ministry. I got uh, a number of guys from Bridgeway, right, that are involved, Mel Monroe and these guys. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and they're just 
they're like walking billboards for the UGM, <laughs> right? They they love you so much. They love the program so much. So I'm kind of surrounded by it. So I've already drank the Kool-Aid. I'm all in, right? <laughs> I, I already love you. Um, tell us a little bit as far as support, involvement, needs, partnership, because we're going to say, well, hey, I would love for you to pray because what we ultimately want yep. is the transformation of these gentlemen. Yep. Um. So can you share a little bit, maybe from the inside out, of sure. what actually helps? Yeah, I certainly can. And just let me tell you really quickly that uh, during the time of COVID, uh, this last two years, you know, a lot of places struggled a great deal. We were told by a marketing company we no longer have working with us that we really needed to hit our donors very heavy on the COVID thing. I found that to be obscene. Amen. And so uh, I refuse to even mention it. And I write our advertisements and I do them on the air. But even with our marketing company, I would not allow them to pull that card. Do you know that we were 35 to 40 percent higher on donations every month for the last two years? Praise the Lord. Come on. And that's because the very most important thing that anybody can do for us, and you already said it, is prayer. Yes. And so God has richly blessed us. He he so richly blessed us over these last few years particularly, and I'd like you to come out sometime and take a look. We are rebuilding the old building, and not just facelifting. We tore the first third of it to the studs, replaced every stud, every insulation, wiring, plumbing, exterior, everything, and we're moving to the to the dining hall and to the chapel. The reason I say that is, Prayer is certainly the most important part. And just so you know, when I got to the Union Gospel Mission, I sat in my office going, I I don't know how to run a mission. Right. (laughs) Uh, It's your vision you were talking about. God will lead you. I had 30 minutes worth of paperwork to do and never got it finished to this very day 18 years later. And I told the board, I said, here, let me just take this off. The uh, If you guys at any juncture, I don't care if it's 90 days or nine years or whatever, if you want me out of here, just say you don't have confidence. I'll know God has removed that and I'll leave. Yep. And uh, it was just amazing. Everybody had more experience there than me. And yet everybody was coming to my office to ask. And it's like, oh, man, I am so out of my league here. <laughs> That's when you know it's Jesus with you. It's got to be because I didn't have the capability. And, you know, I think it's amazing. And we need to, and you already know this, that we need to, in our ministries, whether you're—and it doesn't matter what your ministry is, we need to realize that God isn't looking for your ability. I really like that little saying that he's looking for your availability. Yeah. And he will take the gifts that that you have. He will cultivate those gifts. He gave them to you. That's right. And he will place you— where you think you don't have the capability of fulfilling the, the the monumental task he's giving you. But if God's in it, it'll succeed every time. Jars of clay aren't supposed to be impressive. No. <laughs> no. It's what's in the jar right. that the Holy Spirit gives you right. that's pretty special. Um, we were talking about ways to help out, and in a moment I'm going to ask about some some other practical means sure. that maybe if somebody wants to volunteer, if somebody wants to do sure. things like that. But I want to I tell our listeners for a moment, when, when you hear people like Pastor Tim say, well, the best thing you can do is pray. Amen. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people hear this phrase. Uh, well, if you can't do anything else, I guess I guess you can no. pray. You can pray for it. Okay, 
when you're talking to men like this, when we say prayer is the most important thing, we're actually looking at it in a practicality way. And here's what it means. We could get dollars. We could get hands to help. But if the power of God is moving, it takes all of that exponentially and explodes it. So really... Prayer is the most important thing you can do. But if you're going to pray for us, it's not a matter of just throwing up a one word. When we're talking about prayer, we're talking about there's a million things we'd like you to pray for. We would love for you to pray for uh, the enemy to be bound, that he's not constantly harassing our men, that that we're praying that maybe they would be able to have some of that beautiful vision and hope again that comes into their life. We're praying for some of the addiction breaking cycles that are so hard on our bodies. We're praying for the idea of, Lord, continue to allow us to be able to feed them the way that yes. you would feed them. Lord, would you give us patience? Because, God, we're dealing Amen. with people, right? And they are freaking me out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, do. so I just want to give our listeners kind of a, a, a little bit more of a robust sure. list of saying, if you're going to pray for this, you can pray, literally you can pray breakthrough in this ministry yes. for right from where you're sitting. Now, is there any uh, openings or possibilities where somebody would say, I would like to serve? Sure. Physically, what would that be? Well, uh, there's several things. We are looking for volunteers to come into the women's clothes closet. We have a women's clothes closet that supplies clothing and a Bible study for women that are not necessarily out on the street, but they're poor. And uh, so that is one thing that you can call Eileen Trussell at the Union Gospel Mission. and You can tell her you'd like to volunteer. We're looking for a female hair hairstylist. We have a little place in the back where we have a barber who cuts hair for the men and for the guys out on the street. But we'd like to extend that to somebody to cut hair for the women. And just so you know, we also the we ha- this time of year we do food boxes a hundred at Christmas, a hundred at Easter, and a hundred uh, at Thanksgiving, filled with all the things inside to make it a traditional Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner for working poor people, people that have a house, an apartment, a trailer, whatever, that they can also uh, be able to feed their family in that traditional way. So if you want to pray and know what to pray about, you can always pray that we continue to get the finances we need. But your prayer for those that are lost, that and I like the way you put that, that to pray for the transformation of these people who have never had anything go- to go back to. Uh, I have a guy working for me. He's now a pastor of a small church, uh, um, and he was once in prison. He was off the street. He ne- His parents were hippies and drug users, and he never had a chance. But Jesus gives us a chance, and now he's pastoring his own church after 20 20- 21 years after coming to the mission or whatever it was. And so when you pray, pray for that we have the the guidance, the strength to help. And if you want to volunteer, there are opportunities, and you can just give us a call. Uh, Eileen can direct you uh, to what would be the best department. 
that would be about it, I guess. That is fantastic. If you want to know any of that information, go to UGMSAC.com. That's UGM for Union Gospel Mission, Sacramento. UGMSAC.com. I've been talking with Pastor and Executive Director Tim Lane of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission and talking about just different ways to get plugged in. Mm-hmm. If you have any donations or stuff online, you can go yeah. ahead and hit some buttons online. If you want to know a little bit more about the, the telephone number that they can contact at the front desk there to get a little bit more, that's all. Also online, if you want to hear a little bit more uh, about what is happening in the mission, uh, Pastor Tim has a show here on KFIA, 710 AM, Voices from the Street. That's Sunday at 2 and Monday at 3. Thank you so much for joining us today. We got to tell you that when you hear stories like this, does it not move your spirit to be able to say, Jesus, I want to do practical things with you. I want to see the transformation of lives. Whatever that is around you, jump right in, say, Holy Spirit. Spirit, I'm available. Let's do this. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. We hope you've enjoyed Pastor to Pastor with our host, Pastor Lance Hahn of Bridgeway Christian Church. If you'd like more information about today's guest, go to the wordsacramento.com under the Programs tab to learn more about our Church of the Week or call us at 916-924-0710. We appreciate all area pastors and leaders for their selfless commitment to God and our region. Join us next week for another glimpse into God's wonderful and expansive church on Pastor to Pastor.